welcome to the She Sits at His Feet podcast with me, Cicely Renee, and we talk about Christian lifestyle and creative well-being. I'm super excited that you are here, and we are going to dive right on in. Let's get started. Welcome back, everyone. I'm super excited that you are here, y'all. Okay, so one of the just the the craziest things that I just absolutely love is the living word and how it infects me. Like it just takes over my mind, my heart, my body and soul. And so like it just it moves me to do things, right? And so in my Bible study time, like it includes devotionals, it includes deep dive on like characters in the Bible, focusing on chapters. There's so much that happens. And so today though, in my daily devotional, you know, I was reminded that we as Christians are supposed to love on a deeper level. And so I was sitting there, I was just like, oh my gosh. And so you reflect because it's like the living word and it makes you, you know, think about things and move forward. Anyways, so let's talk about it. So it says that we're supposed to love on a deeper level, right? So not the lovey-dovey love or, you know, the love that's filled with expectations or stipulations or rules. You know, it's the love that is fueled with the love that Christ has for us. This love is filled with grace and mercy and understanding. How many of y'all just think someone says they love, or they say they love you, but they're like, well, you didn't do this, so I can't love you right now. Or, you know, only if you do these things, I will love you. And so that is not the love that I'm talking about, right? Um, It is filled with grace and mercy and understanding, you know? So God calls us to love and connect deeply with one another like deep okay and I struggle because I grew up as the only child like I was the only child and I was in a single parent household right so I lived with my mother um and it took me a long time to really open up and be vulnerable with other people you know so I kept people at like a superficial level like I'm like stay 10 feet away, we will say hi, we will say goodbye, and keep it moving. And so that was my challenge, because I don't know, I just had a fear of people getting into deep. And so it was just a challenge, right? And so, you know, when I did find myself getting connected with others, you know, like one of us, usually me, well, you know, as I got older, it was it was either one of us, right? So one of us would move away, like far, not just like 10 minutes away, not 45 minutes away if you're in the DFW knowing that you live in Dallas, but now your friend lives in Fort Worth, you know, it's not that far or it's it's further, right? So like me, I was living in Minnesota and I made friends and then I moved to Florida or, you know, just... It was just a lot and it just, you know, it was hard. And so with that distance and me already struggling with keeping relationships, like I never, you know, sustained them. And so, you know, and then Facebook comes into play where you feel like you're connected, but you're just really scrolling and looking at what people have or posting and you feel like you're connected, but are you really, right? So 
you know, I'm not saying that we need to be best friends with everyone, but God calls us to be available. That's the word, available for deeper connections. Don't be standoffish. Don't put walls up. You know, we have to have that open door policy. So Romans 12.10 says to love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. And so remember, this is a struggle. This is the struggle bus for me because I'm like, how do you genuinely love someone if you don't know how to connect with them, right? And so with the scripture, it was just like, okay, that genuine affection, you know, the brotherly love really stood out to me. And, you know, there's a lot of people that will say that they're Christians, but present themselves as not. Like there's so much hatred, so much greed, the malice, you know, that consumes them and they say they're Christians, right? And so having those walls up, that hatred breaks us up, right? It puts you know, boulders in between us. It puts massive, you know, oceans in between us. And so how do we connect deeper if we put these, you know, walls up or the space in between us, right? So how do we learn to love each other like Christ loves us, right? How do we learn how to connect on a deeper level? You know, so my main way is that we spend time with God unrushed, learning and soaking in the presence of God. You know, it's that Bible study time, you know, your prayer life. This strengthens, you know, your relationship, my relationship with God. And, you know, he begins to rub off on us, you know, and then all of a sudden we demonstrate these acts towards other people. And then we begin to rub off on them. And so it's it's like an infection, but you must get infected first, right? Oh my God. So in that same scripture, I really love the take delight in honoring each other, you know? So, but your your heart has to be in the right place. You know, you have to check your heart daily for, you know, jealousy, envy, greed, you know, um, especially when you're presented with an interaction where you should be delighting and honoring others. And you're not because you just, it's just not happening. And you can't be genuine when your heart is not, you know, connected to God. And so make sure you guys are doing a daily heart check, right? And I actually have a devotional heart work check. Um, so make sure you head over to the blog and grab that, okay? And then there's this other scripture. And it just, there's this word that stood out to me. It says, Past, P-A-S-S-E-D, right? So I'm gonna read the scripture for you. It says, we know that we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren. He who does not love his brother abides in death. And, you know, the word past reminds me of my teaching days, right? So when you've been learning something and then you get tested and you pass, right? What an amazing feeling, You know, the rewards that come with holding that certification or whatever, that A, you know, is so uplifting and free. And so to think that we can pass from living in a spiritually dead and miserable life to freedom we find in love is amazing. You know, so, okay. Have you ever met someone that was literally dead inside? It is a very 
sad sight to see, you know. Their lives seem to reflect how they feel inside, and that can be scary. Like, and I've, oh my gosh, and, you know, you look at these people, and, you know, things, bad things keep just happening, or, you know, they just are stuck, they're struggling, and it's just like, oh, it doesn't have to be this way. You can choose to live, you know, you could choose life, um, and, you know, there's just so much you can do, you know, pray for them, you know, be there for them, right? Um, just, just knowing that, you know, that if I just love my sister and brother, I can truly experience life. That is motivating, you know, just knowing that love changes things. Oh my gosh, love, right? Of course, like, I'm, I'm going to remind you, it's not that lovey-dovey, you know, feeling emotional type of thing, but it is like the action behind it, right? Um, and so, you know, I sometimes struggle to truly love because of, you know, the hurt and the pain and the experiences that I've gone through. But, you know, as Christians, we are called to go and grow through life with God. And so having that relationship, you know, strengthens our faith, right? And then this allows us to love ourselves, right? And then we go and love others like we love ourselves. Like, you know, it is a, it's a cycle, right? So we get it from God, we give it, then they get it, and then they give it. It is just, it's a beautiful thing, a ripple effect, right? That is what we are called to do, like be a ripple effect for the kingdom, for the, for our father, right? So, you know, I just want you to know, so like being open and vulnerable you know, I'm not saying that you have to do this for everyone, right? We are not supposed to be like best friends with everyone. You're not supposed to tell all your business to everyone because, you know, not everyone has your best interest at heart, but you want to have that open door, right? Um, you want to be, you, you want to exude that spirit where, you know, people are like, oh my gosh, I see the God in you and I want to connect with that. I need that. I need that healing, right? So, like, I've been hosting these, like, creative Bible journaling workshops and, you know, strangers come together or they're groups and I'm the stranger, right? And so they become so open, like, it, the atmosphere is filled with God's love, grace, and mercy where people can share things that I'm just like, whoa, I just met you and you're telling me all of this, you know? And so that is what I pray for. I'm just like, I want to have that you know, open door where people can feel like they can connect deeply because people are hurting. There is a lot happening in people's hearts, right? And if we keep them shut off, if we don't allow them to have space to open up and, you know, be vulnerable, then what could happen to that soul? What could happen to that heart, right? We don't want that, right? So, I'm just like, okay, we need to be that vessel that glows with God's love, right? So that we can love others as we love ourselves, okay? So I have seven ways to connect deeply with your brothers and sisters. All right, number one. Romans twelve sixteen in the NIV version says to live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Y'all, 
You ever try to be friends with someone who was so conceited, just thought themselves so highly? You know, it's a challenge being their friend. You know, they're always looking down on you and there will never be harmony, only cacophony, right? And so I'm just like, yo, work on that. Work on that. So do not be conceited. Live in harmony. Like make beautiful music together. Okay. All right. <laughs> Hebrews 10, 24 in the ESV version says, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good work. So, you know, I learned this term being a cheerleader and a champion for this, from this organization that I was a part of. And just having someone there to cheer you on and be your champion, like they, you know, they, they, they're truly rooting for you will amplify something amplify someone's life and their confidence and you know like we need to be there to support our fellow brothers and sisters okay the next one it says they devoted themselves to the apostles teachings and to fellowship to the breaking of bread and to prayer that's acts 242 in the niv version so how many, like, spending time together? I remember back in the day, like, oh, my God, I loved it. Like, every Sunday, we would always go out to dinner with groups of people, different people. Like, sometimes the same people, but there was new people in these groups. Like, do you want to go to lunch together? And do you know how, you know, helpful that is in the kingdom? Ugh. You know, and so just praying together, building holy relationships, you know, like, that is... That is needed. And I don't know. So I'm a I'm a stop real quick because, you know, I have been attending a church and it has been a struggle. I grew up in Minneapolis, you know, born and raised and went to maybe two churches in my whole entire life back in Minnesota. And so, um, <laughs> you know, Greater Friendship Missionary Baptist Church in Minneapolis, which is a, an amazing church. That was my church. I grew up there. And then I attended another church when I got married, right? And so with the Church for Greater Friendship, you know, we would go out. We would spend time together. But now here in the DFW, I haven't been able to build, like, find those connections because the church that I've been going to is like, it's unfortunately, you know, it's just a service and then you go home. Like there's no activities, you know, there are some activities that happen, but it's just like at later dates. And I'm just like, I have more free time on Sundays and I'm just like, I want community. I want to go to brunch with my friends, my sister girls, you know, it, it just build that community. It is definitely needed. And that is something that I've been praying for. Um, and so if you guys pray for me, please help me pray for me to help me find my community where I can, you know, spend time together with other people. Um, so sorry, that was a little tangent there. Um, <laughs> the next one is to carry each other's burdens. And in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. That is Galatians 6, 2 in the NIV. You know, people need help. They need support. And if they always have to go to strangers and not their fellow Christian brothers and sisters, then we have a situation. There is something not right with this picture, you know, um, if you have resources, if you have that information, definitely help your people. And so the only way that they're going to know 
that you can help and support is if you have that open door, right? If you are, you know, spewing God's love out of you and sharing what you have so that people can come to you. Like, we need to create that open door policy, man, because people like to hold, you know, the keys. They like to gatekeep on things. And that is not how we're supposed to be in the kingdom of God, right? Okay. <laughs> All right. So the next one, it says, bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. So, whew, you know, you know, forgiveness is huge. Okay. Um, so if you do not have that open door policy, then it is going to be a challenge to be able to discuss those grievances and forgive folks and then make plans to move forward and not repeat the same thing. So if you are known for just keeping the walls up and just, you know, being cold hearted, then it's going to be a challenge for you to really connect and grow and build in the kingdom. Um, and even if, you know, you are seeking forgiveness or, you want to forgive somebody and they are they have those walls up then you know i would suggest that you just continue praying over that situation i pray that you get the peace that you need so that you can move forward and you know just ask god to show you and give you wisdom in that situation right um the next one is um first corinthians 1 and 10 that is the niv version um, it says, I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another in what you say, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly united in mind and thought. Now, so in our Bible study, our fellowship, our online fellowship a couple of weeks ago, you know, I talked about having cliques in the Christian world, right? In the church, there are a lot of cliques, right? And I totally understand where, you know, you are more comfortable with certain people, right? But we don't want to be so comfortable that we cannot be open to you know, other people's thoughts or comments and, you know, like it just, we do not want to put that wall up. Right. And so, you know, diversity, having different people involved, you know, you just, oh, you you have no idea how much healing can be in, you know, the a situation or an experience where you have are talking to someone that you've never talked to or you didn't think you would talk to, but you, you you put those walls down and you guys are like coming together. And the one mind is, you know, God, right? We love God. We know that God loves us, that he created both of us. He gave us purpose, right? You know, so like that's the one mind and one thought, even though, we personally have different thoughts and, you know, just experiences that are totally different, but we can learn from each other, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. And the last one is from 1 Thessalonians 5 and 1, and this is the ESV. It says, we urge you, brothers and sisters, warn those who are idle and disruptive. Encourage the faint-hearted. Help the weak. Be patient with everyone, okay? So, I do recall a lot of instances where people were just like, 
so quick to give up or they're just like, I don't want to do this. They, you know, and people, you know, lose patience with certain people. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, you know, and I understand that, you know, hurt people hurt people. Right. And so the kingdom is filled with hurting people. We are not omitted from any pain or, you know, we have, we do not get a perfect life because we choose to be with God. But how do we build and grow while going and growing through the hurt, right? So we need to just keep pushing and providing support to those that want to give up and, you know, be supportive. And then vice versa. Like if you're going through something, you need to be open to having someone be there to help you, right? Do not push people away because they're saying you've got this or you can do this or you know and I understand you want to do everything in love right say everything in love um and take it as you wanted but I just ask you to pray about you know the wisdom and the the discernment and creating this like the God filter you know between things that are what what's being said right so That is what I have for today. And I just really want to know, like, you know, what are ways that you help create, you know, an environment that fosters, you know, the deep connections, right? How do you open yourself up and how do you go forth? Like, how do you find open opportunities from people and communities? Like, because I am personally, you know, wanting that you know, community. And I know I part, like I met someone online. Um, uh, our church was doing a 21 day fast and they were doing devotionals on, on YouTube. And I posted one day that I wanted a community and a girl responded to my comment and we met up, we had lunch together one day. We've been texting, but I know like I haven't been doing my part. I have not been you know, texting as much as I should have. And so that is something that I want to continue to work on. Um, But if you have any suggestions for people, let us know. Send a DM. If you want to talk, let me know. Okay, I'm super excited to hear from y'all. And before we go, okay, I just want y'all to make sure that you know that we have a Facebook community called the Creative Wellness Project, where we do Bible studies, we do, you know, um, virtual uh, uh, fellowships. And I also have a Patreon community. And, you know, as of this day, you know, it is April 6th, you know, I have no one in there. And I would love to have people in there. And I post videos, I post worksheets, I post, you know, different activities to dive deeper into, you know, the community. And so I am claiming on this day that there's going to be 100 people by at least 100 people this time next year. And so I'm excited to see what happens. Um, And then we have, you know, um, the mailing list. And I'll put all this stuff in the the show notes. Um, And then I have, you know, a book out there. And it's called, you know, Living with God in the Season of Ambiguity. And I think I'm going to start a little series based off of that. Um, And so you're going to want to get that book. You're going to want to, you know, do the different activities inside of there. Um, I talk about, you know, a period of my life where I literally lost my bookstore and I was just didn't know what to do, didn't know where to go. And I just sat with God 
and you know life changed drastically <laughs> and so um there should be a part two coming out maybe this time next year i'm excited about that um but right now we are just living with god in the season of ambiguity um and so go ahead and grab that it's on amazon and uh, if you guys have questions let me know okay peace and blessings share this with someone okay let them know we are here we love god we love to be a disciple for him we want to grow we want to build the kingdom okay all right peace and blessings i love y'all